Ryan. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Shindig podcast, where we get under the skin of the trials biking community. My name is Tom Hutley. And I'm Matthew Pengelly. We've got a huge, huge legend on today. <laughs> yeah, pretty pretty big deal in the trial. It, no, in the biking world. Yeah. Sorry, not this, just the trials. Uh, straight to it. Let's give it up for Kenny Belay. Yes, yeah. Kenny. Yo, How's how it? are you guys doing? Yeah, man, we're... We're great. Yeah, we're really good, man. Really good to, to have you on here uh, here today. Yeah, so uh, thanks, where man. are you today? I'm in Belgium. So Alter, you guys remember from the World Cups. That's my hometown. That's where I am right now. I landed, I think, uh, a week ago, no, a week and a half ago. So jet lag finally over and I'm getting to enjoy uh, Belgium, see my family. That's yeah. a good thing about it. And some home time. So, you, you know, you're back at your house, your, your base, yeah. uh, the HQ. Yeah, yeah. As we yeah, so exactly. Um, so you, you said you just landed. I mean, so some of the listeners uh, probably don't know, but where, where did you just land from? Where have you just been? Uh, I was in the States uh, for, I think, almost two months. And uh, I organized, I went there to organize the Bentonville Bike Fest. So it's in uh, Northwest Arkansas. And um, yeah, it's a place I got to discover like eight years ago through just a random show that they hired me for. I got made some friends and eight years later, I'm now organizing an event there <laughs> the man behind it all um wow. obviously it was a little bit of a mishap in the because it was for, it was going to be in 2020 or was it did it have to get postponed wasn't it because of obviously yeah so in 2019 i did a women uh, a women focused event only um and i was like ah, come on let, we can do better than that right so we were like we let's do it uh, an event for all like just not for women yeah. and then we had we, 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 we made it uh, from Women Shred. We went to Bentonville Bike Fest in 2020. And um, yeah, uh, we had to postpone it. And it had to postpone it again from May to August to October. And then finally had to cancel. And then uh, 2021 was my shot, you know, like, hey, uh, I'm just going to pick a date, third weekend of June and see what happens. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Well, it looks like and, it worked out well from, from what I've seen online. No, it was awesome. It was really cool. It's the biggest thing I've ever produced. And like, I've been like, well, it was like, it took a lot of my, I think I'm going to die a year sooner because of that. festival. <laughs> well, and if you're doing it every year, so you, you may lose a, a one year every year. No, no, no. Doing it. it was, it was just the, the takeoff. It was like more than like, I think 15, 18 months of like thinking about the concept and the strategy, but once I started planning, we, we started from zero budget too. So I had to do everything remotely from Spain. I literally was drawing the layout from a drone shot that a friend sent me. So like all the, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, it was it was insane. Like I took so many risks to, to do it. But it was like, like, just go with it, man. Just it's America. You're like you got to take risks if you want to do something there. <laughs> yeah, man. And it looks like I say, it did look really successful. If you guys didn't um, see any of it, that make sure you go and check it on, on the Instagram. We, you know, yeah. we had Hans Ray on a couple of weeks and he was there and he spoke about it and he was commenting yes. he was one of the commentators and yeah. he gave us a little insight. Yeah, I think uh, what we want to do there is uh, bring trials back on the main stage because in America it kind of died off and I'm like, feel so bad about it. it. Like every bike festival you go to is like trials is just a demo or it's just and in that specific area, I'm very lucky to have a lot of brands that want to be involved. And also the people behind the trail system, they love trials. So this was a unique opportunity to say, hey, let's bring trials back where it belongs. And next year we, we make it a C1 competition and the year after it's going to be a World Cup. And it's just a great venue. And it's, it's not only, it wasn't only trials. It was also, we had like 80 vendors. We had like 500 uh, racers, enduro, women's shred workshops. Uh, yeah. uh, Carson Storch, Mike Hucker workshops. Uh, we had a huge dirt line. So it was uh, a whole a whole bike festival, but trials was in the middle. And I made sure that, of course, it was in the middle of the uh, oh. of the event field. Yes, <laughs> right in the centre. You've got it? a man of influence, like, who's come from the trial scene, who's got that yeah. you know, passionately, then that is so good yeah. to see. Well, um, I quite like that because I always say, like, trials was the centre of cycling. So it's like, this is how it began. And then it evolved from that. That's how I yeah. would like to see it, you know? Well, it, it's kind of true. Like, a lot of people always say hey, trials, like, especially the, the people from the mainstream sports, I... I, I I talk a lot to mountain bikers and road cyclists and like 
the dirigents behind it. Like they, they always seem to look at trials like, oh, it's a small sport and no one does it. I'm like, I'm like, first of all, it's a very hard sport to learn. Uh, so it will never be a mass sport. Like you'll never have 50,000 people doing it in one country. I think that's, that's probably not possible mm. uh, because it's so hard, but it's a great spectator sport. And also, if you look at the most popular videos out there on, over the last 20 years, or you got like all these trials influence riders like Andre, mm. um, like uh, Akrik, um, yeah. Danny, uh, and, and they all have a trials background. And that's the funny thing. Everybody knows trials, but they don't really know it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. They don't realize that they started on like a, you know, potentially a trial exactly. track or learning the actual... Like, exactly controlling and it's so nice to see it come back as well because speaking with Hans just like how you know how big trials sort of could have been you know it was almost like a false start where what he done with it and how big it was getting you know almost getting into like the the X Games and kind of sitting sitting alongside skateboard and all these other things and it just kind of went to the wayside so I think what what you're doing there sounds just awesome yeah I think America is a place especially this venue for me like I, I kind of did the same thing in Antwerp and Alter, mm. which was great. But I, I kind of feel like it died off because I was the the, the star. And I, if I didn't perform well, there was no media. There's no media. There's no sponsors. So it was like it was too too much of a fragile oh, concept. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see that. So that that was the main reason I, I had to like uh, pull the plug because it was harder and harder to find sponsorship because also I couldn't guarantee that I was going to be in the final every year because I was also organizing it or like just too much pressure. Mm. And uh, so I said, look, um, give me a few years. I'm going to try and do the same thing in America because America is, man, there's, there's a lot more opportunity. Yeah, the, budget, yeah. the, bu- the budgets are bigger. Uh, I, I had like a $4,000 price purse for the, like the North American trials championship, which would be impossible here. So I can only see it growing from there. And I think with the right, I have the right people behind me there. And I think building it big again in America, and then it will create like a business model for the rest of the world. Hopefully that's my, that's my plan. No, that know. makes sense know. though. Cause if you, if you can break <laughs> America, you've sort of broken the world. That's, that is the market to break. Exactly. Well, I think as well, yeah. it takes away any biases because if you do it on home soil, obviously you're kind of the, the main attraction to it. It's like, well, we know Kenny or whatever. I think if you go to America, you're kind of almost to some extent removing yourself. Exactly. And you're going, look, it's about the event. It's not me. Yeah. It's look how good this yes. event is. Yeah, exactly. That's the, that's, that's a good way to put it. I'm glad you, uh, yeah, no, you're we following. See that. Especially <laughs> with, uh, I, I've met, uh, we saw Jeff had won those things we you know i've met jeff a few times great rider and it's yeah. it just makes me laugh that thousands of miles away the person that won we still knew who it was <laughs> like oh it's jeff anderson oh my gosh he's yeah brilliant. jeff yeah there were there were quite, the level was quite good actually when um when uh, michael uh, friedel from north american trials he yeah. was building it i thought it was gonna be maybe too hard and then then maybe a lot of people would dab or and but nope Level was pretty good. Everybody was prepared. There were guys driving, like driving from Seattle, which is like with a car and and just a little trailer and their bikes on it. It's like a three day drive. Wow. So the, yeah, the trials, not, that's not close. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so the, the, it's like driving to Russia from here almost, you know, so it's like, it's huge. Yeah. So a lot of people put a lot of effort in and I think, uh, yeah, we, we we put a, a mark. We put our we put a big stake in the ground, and let's see what brings what the future brings. But hopefully, a lot of European riders will come next year because that's what this area needs. Like they want to see international talent. We and I've already said it. We want to set that. We want to make that trip happen. And I will be going, even if it's just me and you, Tom. Yeah. You. <laughs> so one hundred percent, and it's definitely. I I went and lived in the states for two years and took my trials bike and didn't meet no one you know yeah I know, so, I know. <laughs> so small and doing it that way so i i feel i have noticed traction though online since that event there's now a usa trials group that's growing there's a proper facebook group now oh yeah um i think one of the guys that won the competition um i rudely forgot his name sorry um he started this group and i can see traction building so that's cool you've done something already kenny i i definitely feel like yeah. there's um yeah, it's good. And it's also like a lot of the, the people from the city were like, ah, what are you going to do, man? Like, there's no, there's not even a seat on the bike, you know, because this whole area is about 
gravel riding and mountain biking and trails and like mainstream and thousands and thousands of, of people have to come or otherwise it's not successful. Yeah. But uh, what people just don't realize and a lot of event organizing organizers don't realize is like I, I was the event promoter. So I was talking to all the brands like Mobile One, Vital Proteins, like huge brands yeah. over there. And, and they sponsor like NBA, they sponsor Jennifer Aniston. So they, they're like big. And, and they, so you got to give back to them. And I'm, I'm always saying, look, you can put a cross country race here. Nobody will care, but I'll put a trials competition on and I have all your logos on the trials obstacles and you're riding on billboards. So they were like, totally, they were like, yeah. Wow. So, yeah. When you said it like that. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, what other sports can do that? Is there really no one else who sees that value, right? Mm. So yeah, it's like that. Really, you really can't. Good. You can't yeah. ever really stick it on the bike, or even like in Formula One, you can't ever stick it on like the no. vehicle itself. You can't, like you say, the the thing that you're watching, that the person's gapping exactly. Between, yeah. And then the brands and all the brands are now like, yeah, we want to be on board again next year. And like now the city and then a lot of people are like, oh yeah, now we get it, now we understand. So like. Trials, man. Trials is such a valuable product and no one even uses 10% of it, in my opinion. That's what, how I see it. I think there's a lot more to do with it. Yeah, this is some really, yeah, this is some really important, really important discussions that everyone needs to know in, out there because I didn't even think about that. You know, the sponsors come in there because you take a picture at a comp and you're stationary. Well, obviously, if the exactly. brand and, and Mark's there, you're going to see it nice and clearly. Exactly. And there was like a few thousand around the trials area over the weekend. They were all like holding their phones. So they're all like scrolling, seeing the logo. So I'm, I'm, I like marketing and I like to like give value to sponsors. And I, that's always been like one of my strengths. And this is for me trials with like so many disadvantages, but there's, you can just wipe them off the table because there's so many advantages to it. Yeah. Well, and you spoke, you mentioned the word sponsors there and you've had a lot of support over, over the years, which will sort of, maybe go into a, a, a little bit now um how did you get into delving with or working with with red bull uh to start with you know i know this is quite a lot it's a long time ago now we're going to go right back but i i believe you were the first trials rider sponsored by red bull second i think oh, okay. third third sorry third. okay sorry this is why you, you can tell us kraus peter kraus was the first one uh then we had uh thomas Oler. And then, uh, then it was me. It was, like, yeah. Okay, uh, but you're still, yeah. you're still been working with them for as long as I've known you. Um, yeah. Tell us, twenty. Tell, tell us about twenty-one that. Tell years. Us that, tell, tell us about that relationship that, that you have because it seems different than, yeah. uh, than others. Yeah, it's it's re it's pretty solid and long term. And I like I know everybody who works there like personally, and like it's very it's a very chill brand to work with. But as long as you deliver, of course, you got to be really think out of the box and. So um, I still remember uh, the summer. I still was a junior, but I was going to ride the first year, uh, I think, Caprun, the World Championships in Caprun in 2001, maybe. Yeah, early 2000s. Yeah, it'd be 20 years. 2000 and, no, 2000, 2002. That was 2002. Right. So I was going to ride the World Championship for the first time in September 2002 uh, Elite. But the summer before that, I uh, got hired to do shows like uh, I had a I, I just welded my own trailer and just with my friends had a had a cheap sound system and just you know had the best time of our life just going from demo to demo and like Red Bull picked it up so the the National Cycling Federation they kind of introduced me to Red Bull that summer and uh, yeah from there on they were like hey what if we, we hire you for some uh, shows at a beach club and uh, then at the school and then some guerrilla marketing stuff for just cruising around in, in, in the city. And, yeah. you know, the, like we had a constant great energy, like between Red Bull and, and, and my team and myself. And uh, I, just, I was just wearing a t-shirt and uh, there was nothing branded yet. And then in September, first year elite, I won. So I beat Marqueso, Mark Vinko. I was a first year junior. So I won the world championship. And uh, so that picked their attention because it was all over the news. And then I think three, four months later, I, I got a helmet. So I never, I still have it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, that, that's point of it. They obviously, they, they want to be supporting those winners. And, and you mentioned there, um, you were competing. Um, I don't, are you still competing now? Are you still trying to get into yes. the competitions you can? 
No, not as many. I stopped doing as many as competitions I can like eight years ago because okay. I realized I got to spend my time wisely. So I always focused on the world championship only since I think the last, I don't know if you remember, but I broke my wrist in 2012 in Alter. Yes, I and remember that, vaguely that you were off the bike for quite a while. Yeah, I fell off the car straight on my head, on my arm and then finished the final. So I still remember that that was the like the click that said man what are you doing you're not making nearly as much as what you're making um from your shows and all yeah. that from from competing and you you have like your labrum is torn your your back is messed up your your wrist is broken uh and then that that was like the tipping point where i said look now i gotta just focus more on my shows and my projects and you know ride a slack line and beside that i said but World Championship is my main goal. World Championship, European Championship, everything with, with the World Championship behind the one-day competition. And uh, so I, I didn't do all... Before, I used to ride, ride like 20 competitions a year. And from that point on, I just had way less competitions. Um, and then I only focused on the World Championship, European, and a few World Cups. And now, this September is going to be my final World Champs. So... Final time, the, the last time I'm going to ride a world championship because it's been this, it's been like too much. Even if it's, it was just one competition a year, I didn't compete in 2019 because I had a, a serious burnout. Uh, I was totally done. I couldn't like mentally, f physically, my body was just done because I was always, you know, you've seen me doing it like I traveling. Know. I think the last time I actually saw you was 2018 in London, the bike battle. I believe, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, um, I, and um, the following year it didn't happen, so that might have been a lucky exactly you, yeah. you riding, but yeah. So uh, yeah, last time, last world championship, and then after that, just I will do a few. I will still do the nationals for a few years, like national championship, mm -hmm. just to promote the Belgian scene. Yeah. Uh, if, if there's a battle in London, I will go. If there's a, a competition in Cahor or a C1 competition in in America uh, or whatever, I'm just going to do that. But the everybody knows, everybody always says, hey, how do you do it? We never see you and you're always there on the podium in a world championship. I'm like, <laughs> because because it's my life. It's my yeah. it's my year-round goal. It's like, I swear, it's like I wake up with it in 1st of January and I go like until, and everything I do, my training, what I eat, when I train, when I rest, when I do a show, when I don't do a show, when I can be jet lagged, when I can't be jet lagged, it's like a kind of a, a theory. It sounds you know? awfully complicated, but it's obviously, do you know what Very, I mean? Is... Yeah. But I've been living like that for 20 years. So I'm like, I'm a, I, I can't do it no more because my life is all jet lags. It's all unstructured. It's all shows and, and you know, uh, it's so much work. It's a fast paced like, like mental strain I can, as I can't well. Do it you know, keeping up with that in your head, even if you're yeah. not. The yes. Competition, yes. The physical side of it is, is one thing, but the, like you say, it's always on. You're always having to think And like, like you that. mentioned, it is your always job. On. So if you're gaining more from doing a show, maybe more money, maybe it's putting less strain on your body, then there's yes. no reason why you'd be <laughs> competing because you're like, well, actually, this is my job. I'm not just competing because obviously you've got goals and that's that's good that's healthy but you're yeah. also putting yourself first rather than you know having to just be like oh here's my medal no i'd rather keep my back and do a show yeah but i've been i, I said in 2010 i'm gonna stop i'm gonna retire <laughs> like okay 11, 10, years, 10 later. years later still um still here doing this thing i mean um yeah but i think at least as well the, the cool thing with what you've got is that at least you've got another outlet now with all everything else that you're doing in terms oh, yeah. of your sponsorships and that. I think if people are just at the top of their game and all they do is just compete and that's how they provide brand value, then they, they, they can't really, you know, they're not much of a use, but like you seem like you've got so many avenues. You mm -hmm. can just put all your resources. Yeah, in energy. I know. But, but my, uh, my heart is still the, the competitor and the, yeah, you know, that warrior inside there's that nothing like you, 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 I have a, I have a trophy room full of trophies and medals that that are worth nothing money-wise, right. but they mean they mean that's the most important. Thing, Everything you know? to you, like, of course. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> How about them, Matt? If you set up a separate like shindig event to try and compete with with Kenny's, then then that will you know you can compete in that level. You compete yeah. off the bike, but yeah, off the bike. But like, okay, let's get a room of trophies because I still don't even own a trophy from my bike. But, um, and I've. Uh, 
Well, moving on, like you say, we're making a career because this is your job. You know, yeah. you say it's it's pretty hard going. It's definitely not an easy um, lifestyle. But another thing that's quite interesting that is seems quite new. Um, you're doing bike art as well, Kenny. Kenny's yeah. Kenny's bike art. Can you um, go into that a little bit? How did how did that start? What what's the the future of that too? Well, bringing back the relationship with Red Bull, you know, they're always like, hey, uh, business planning, uh, what were you going to do next year? You know, it's like, what do you have in mind? And, and I never pitched it, but I, I always had the idea, like, wouldn't it be cool if I had a big canvas on a, in a like a big warehouse, like a 20 meter by 20 meter, yeah. and I just paint my tires and I just cruise around and see, you know, see whatever, what happens. Mm. And, but I never did anything with it. I had that idea for 15 years, maybe. Um and uh, then I, I was in Bentonville and I, 2018, and I met a guy, also a Belgian guy. His name is Leven. He's, a, he's the director of a museum. Well, now it's a museum. Back then, he still had to build it. Um, that's why they hired him. So he built a museum, Belgian guy. So we got an immediate contact. And I, I mentioned this idea to him. And he said, like, hey, man, wouldn't it be cool if you – if you, you really got to show me what it is. I'm like, I have no idea what it is. I've never done it. So, and he had big plans. He was gonna, he, he was gonna use my painting, my concept at art Basel in Miami, which is the biggest art fair in the world. You can't get in unless you're like, it's like, the, it's like the world championship of, of art. It's like huge. I was like, Holy shit. So there I go. I call my friend. He's an artist. I'm like, hey, man, we got an opportunity here. I got to do this. I got to make this art piece and show them what it is. So I'm, I don't, I didn't think about a concept, about color matching, about like, there was no plan, just the canvas. And I was like, hey, <laughs> like, here's my bike, here's some paint, right? <laughs> up. Yeah. And then I showed it like, this is it. And the, and the, and the, him and his investors were like, no way. <laughs> We're not putting that inside. A, <laughs> inside. And I was like, no, 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 you don't get it. You don't get it. Like, you don't get it. It's like, that. that's not it. This is just, uh, you know, just show you bike, paint, tire, canvas. You know, that's, there's nothing. I don't even know what I was doing. I didn't yeah. even care what I was doing. And then um, kind of challenged me. They said, I, you know, I can't take it all. I'm like, what? No, fuck that. I'm not, I don't want to. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. For my language. <laughs> no, no, it's good. Yeah, go on. <laughs> So I was like, okay, here I go again. So I, I, I got friends that had a warehouse, bought all the paint, and then I started like painting, painting, painting. And then I made a, uh, I made the first work for Red Bull. And then they, they showed a video online and then they got good traction. People liked it. I was like, hey, man, I, actually, I really enjoyed this. Like, this is fun. It, it, this that's is what literally... I was going to say. It looks like it must be so kind of fun. For yourself, like a good outlet. Yeah. You know, like yeah. like nobody, nobody, nobody's telling me what to do, where to do, one, how, how to put this line or that line. I can just do whatever I want, how I want it, and be free. And in the end, I, like, I'm a perfectionist, so I don't stop until I like it. Yes. I, I, I've thrown away paintings. I overpainted them and start again because... I will not stop. And then I was like, hey, what if I created a concept around it? Like, I think about a, a cool trip like New Zealand. Uh, oh, yeah, this this cave. And then I'm trying new techniques. And uh, because it, it looks all like now I, I'm just playing around and I know exactly what I'm doing and I know exactly what's going to come out of some what, what I put this kind of paint and that amount of paint with this tire pressure, with this specific tire uh doing that technique or jumping from this high not that high but this high mm -hmm. uh, i can't have mops on my tire they have to be a little worn out like wow. there's there's a lot to it so right there's now. oh sorry even like small you can't like use a new tire then no because then it, it's so um yeah it's it's a whole thing now wow uh, it's like a full-on and, techniques and yeah and now i and then people started buying them i was like oh man this is crazy like and now i'm talking to do uh, an exhibition like a solo show in in february here that was going to be my and, question uh, have you got enough art yet to just you know have a full-on kenny exhibition that's uh, exhibition that's just your paintings yeah yeah I, I well every every work that i'm gonna make now until february is gonna be for that exhibition but all the rest has been sold so oh, wow. every, awesome. that is every, cool man every, yeah so there's a really a market for it and i and I, on top of that I, I like it and it's like it's like you know i always think if you if you do something on a trials bike or any bike bmx whatever mm. you film it and it's there on youtube and it's digital so i'm like how can we make it analog how can we 
how we how can we do this experience this 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 thing that just happened yeah we we put it on paint on a canvas and you hang it on a wall and then and then 200 years it's still there that that idea for me is never, if the internet crashes yeah i love that i never thought yeah. that because everyone's like oh you gotta go digital you know it can be instantly replicated like you can make yeah. a book no. it can be printed but like yeah like you said there's more there's so much more value in yeah. that because it's a one-off yeah and and always like i say there's always a story behind it you know like i was there influenced by that like last two weeks ago sorry i was in bentonville after the event i took a, a few days off and i had this this guy has a cash artist studios huge space i was like oh man so i drove to home depot i bought like all my my, my stuff i was like I can't, I can't sit still right so i like took a pickup truck you know this american f-150 pickup truck ah, whilst you're there you've got it haven't you yeah <laughs> yeah put some canvas the whole thing and then i started painting and I, there's one artist griffin and he has like all this metal artworks which are like very geometric as like you look at it and hey man i can do something with that and like that that's the cool thing about the art i'm 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 always been i've always been very creative like the way yeah. i work with sponsors yeah. or that i sell a concept or that i think out of the box hey, i'm an athlete but i can also organize and i can also yeah. do show and I, like you know you try to be very impulsive in your in the actions that over the 20 years i was very impulsive into my actions mm. and that's how i make the art it's like it's a very impulsive thing I just put this color, that color, this color, boom, boom, bah. Yeah, I like it. No, I don't like it. And then, no, now I like it. Done. As you see, it's like, it's it's just my, I discover a lot of about my personality too because of the art, because it's like. What's a way of expressing I yourself? I never thought about that. I, expressing and yeah. like, I never thought about um, that I'm, that I'm impulsive. Like, but now I know I am abstract. Like I can, I can start writing really and then my, my, my handwriting. The, the style will change a, a, along the way I'm writing. And I'm like, you know, I'm like, why do I do that? But if I look at my artworks, it's like one time it's geometric. The next time it's like a lot of colors. And the next time it's black and white. I'm like, I'm not even following myself and I'm just letting it go. And like, this is cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like a really yeah. nice kind of uh, another and I release. Think that's some, another release. Yeah. yeah. I think that's also why in my career I've, I've been, following the wrong gates many times in a competition because I just sometimes do whatever I want. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, of course. This way's better. <laughs> so one of my early yeah. exposures to you, Kenny, I really want to bring this up because um, it was good. It was big in the UK for us. In about 2009, there was on Extreme Sports Channel, uh, oh, you yeah. had Kenny's big time trial adventure. Oh, yes. <laughs> this was, I found this amazing because like, oh my God, like trials on TV, like, um, yeah, and, and am I right in thinking this was almost like the sort of start of like your kind of progression into stuff other than sort of competing, do it, bring in more value, as you say? Exactly. So that that was one of the tipping points where I was like, okay, I've now won uh, X amount of European titles, world titles. Where's the? You see all these guys like that don't compete having more exposure and more sponsors and more this and more that i was like that's weird like why why is that and then i started to think like plus i i had i still remember i was sitting right here and i was watching the tv and i was like they were showing like 20 year old trials moves and i was like come on man like that's that's that sucks you know <laughs> our sport deserves better like we're training our ass off in a, in a forest and no one cares like that had to change so i was like uh very randomly impulsively like i always do just picked up my computer extremesportchannel.com contact emailed all the guys said i can make a tv show for you and like no. like okay and they were like okay 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 cool uh and then i'm like fuck i never produced a tv show uh, <laughs> <laughs> i love that though because well you confidence is key so i just uh said give me a letter of intent. So they send me a letter of intent. And then two months later, I had all the budget together to start filming. So yeah. And, and, and the, the message was, the message had to be really uh, like straightforward, like trials, the roots, like from Spain. And then also Hans Ray because Altpi and Monty is like the roots of trials, but yeah. you have someone like Hans who um, kind of did more with it. 
Like, yeah. you know, he did think he was thinking out of the box. So I had to document that. Then uh, my shows, of course, you can also do shows with it. And then there was also the uh, the competition aspect, how much we have to train for it. So we also had a competition in there. Uh, and then the adventure and the lifestyle. And then, hey, if trials rider, you can go on a mountain bike. If you're on a mountain bike, you can do more cool things than yeah. most of the people on a mountain bike. So that that whole, it was like a hidden commercial for trials. So that was my, uh, and uh, yeah, my uncle said yesterday it was on a, a, a cruise ship somewhere in Egypt, he said. It's like, <laughs> Still wow. playing it now. Wow. It was, it was like in 60 countries and five, it reached like a, like 500 million households or something like that over the, the years. So I never got like, it was all promotion. I never got like paid for it, like TV rights or anything. It's just, again, another promotion for trials because I, I thought it was, and all, indirectly also for me of course because uh, yeah had my name to it so i yeah. think it was a win-win for all win-win for the sport for for everybody involved and also for me and my sponsors well i think it was just incredible just like obviously i've watched it but didn't know how it came about like you just emailed them and i would assume it'd yeah. be the other way around but yeah i so... thought they were like no, hey, no. we need you to make this but sometimes i forget it is about you just going by the way i exist i can do better yeah sort of thing no man Especially every, every, everything I know, every, everyone I know, every like musician, no, no matter how big they are, you've got to go out there and sell your, there's, a, there's just like an over offer in talent and content and who cares about the next TV show if you don't pr present it well, you know? So yeah, yeah I think uh, that's, uh, it's, it's key to just go out there and, and just promote yourself. Well, connecting the dots in other people's minds, sometimes people don't actually see that. And it's only when they get a little nudge and something gets put their way, they're like, Oh yeah, that does never. Yeah. Every 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 project that you've seen that been like happening around me, if it's the balance video or the art or a World Cup in Antwerp, it's 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 always me going and promoting and pitching and sitting behind my laptop. And I I think I spend more time in my in my life behind my laptop than I've actually spent on my bike. Wow. I think that's. I think that's actually pretty. Yeah, that's yeah, not really exaggerated. That. And well, this is, and also the stuff that we're talking about is just the stuff that's landed, the stuff that did make them up. I'm sure for every one of these, there's probably been about another ten stuff, ten times the oh. amount of stuff that has not yeah. made the mark. So that just shows testament how much you're pushing stuff out there. Yes, all the time. Like every year, like I think this morning I, I reached out to ten people for related to the art. Probably none will respond or ever get back to me but if if one does that's like how it starts so you just never give up and you keep doing it like and that's something that's uh, mm. a lot of um especially I, I can say a lot of trials riders forget that sometimes you you know you you have to go and, and do it and ask and propose and and sell it you're you're the product so you got to sell it if you don't have a manager yeah, yeah. Yeah, this is resonating managers, with me a little bit. I'm just going like, ah, oh, this is really good advice, Kenny. <laughs> but unless you don't make a few hundred thousand a year, no manager will be interested in you. So you better go out and do it yourself. Yeah, yeah. bootstrap and do it. Well, that's probably the best way sometimes because you have obviously that, that level of hunger, really. You know, sometimes it's must get harder with, with all the stuff that comes to stay true to your roots like you are and actually knowing what the, the bigger goal, the bigger objective is here. So you just mentioned that then you're like, obviously the yeah. time in front of your computer. I wanted to ask then, how is that? How does your balance look on and off the bike? Are you riding every single day without fail or what's the kind of training regime like? I used to train every day on my bike. And then, you know, uh, as the sport kind of changed into like a powerlifting uh, gap as far as you can sport, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I spend two two times a week in the gym now. So, so nice. two times a week in the gym, three times, four times a week on the bike, um, and then some recovery training, like uh, on the on the road side, on the road bike or something. Yeah, but I train way less than before because my body doesn't recover as fast anymore. So I got to be smart about it. If not, I'm just gonna go down, 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 down. And yeah, that's I mean, that's, that's, that's not something I want. It's your livelihood, yeah. your career, and obviously the faster you burn out, the faster you won't be able to... I mean, yeah. I'd like to think you've probably been making art for the rest of your life. That seems reasonably simple, maybe. <laughs> well, I, I, I was thinking about it yesterday. I did. I had two pish, uh, um, pieces that I have uh, for a client here, and uh, 
I trained pretty hard the day before, and I was like, there, like, oh man, my back. <laughs> so, like, <laughs> just doing the simple stuff. I just need to create these lines. <laughs> I, I think I'm just going to have to roll the bars back, and then I'll be fine. I have two spacers under my head, under my stem. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just to go the, the, the classic way. Because you still have all the rides. You're still doing bunny hops and stuff now as well. You know, like this new way of trying. You're still doing bunny hops, I see. Oh, no. Not on that bike? Well, uh, no way. No, well, Oh, you, you mean on your new? Because I, I thought you were always one that kept, uh, kept carried uh, on the bunny hop move, and now I, I kept I, I kept on, but I must I must say like I I kind of uh, got soft on it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't do it enough. I honestly, if there's a big uh, a big uh, like kicker to to like a huge lock, there were days that I was like, oh yeah, piece of cake. But now I'm like shit i should train it more uh, i'm really it's it's and and when i was really good at it i got overconfident i was like oh yeah i got this and then i still build so i'm like you know what <laughs> so what are, you, what are you riding now kenny for our listeners what 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 trials bike are you on uh clean the carbon bike uh, the clean thing, uh, carbon. yeah yeah i yeah. was astounded that you was also using that for your painting like you know like one of the most like expensive like bikes out yeah. there it's like oh, a bit of paint on it i'm sure that's not gonna matter that's fine yeah <laughs> not, it's, it's just a it's a plastic <laughs> bike yeah it's just carbon just you know just a mold it's just a mold it's all right it's all right now i try to clean them every day every go but uh, if i don't have a power washer and it's hot i'm screwed yeah <laughs> and right. it's that has paint all over is that your first carbon trials bike yeah because they're pretty new I, I did have a top tube at uh, the Cannibule Cox uh, frame, the white one. I had a carbon top tube. Oh, you remember that? that it had yeah. like a part, partly carbon fiber. I do remember that. Yeah, but the, the, the yoke broke. So, yeah, that, there was some, always something. What are your thoughts then on the move to sort of the carbon frames? How are you finding it? I mean, uh, I like it, but uh, it's really great for trials. Uh, for If you want to compete in like get the most out of, out of your performance because it's so rigid and like if you hang on to something like it, now everything is like vertical so if you're <laughs> hanging there and i'm a heavy guy i'm like 82 kilograms so maybe 83 84 yeah. so if i'm hanging there on an aluminum sandwich fork <laughs> that, that won't work <laughs> but on but on a carbon bike it's a doof, and you can you go back and you go up and it like gives you that instant instant energy back so that's that's something uh, i like about it the downside is that um, my bike probably has two cracks in it right now, and I, I can like I'm, I luckily I don't have to buy them, but I can imagine if you have to buy them, that's really yeah. that sucks. My friend just broke his, and he's like, okay, I, I I'm done. I'm going back to aluminum. So it is great, but you got to be careful, and you got to put the right protection at the right places for sure. Because you before that you were having special bikes sort of made, didn't GT made your own trials frame for you, didn't they? Yeah, that was a that was a bummer because I had big plans for. I mean that GT had big plans with me too, but then they had kind of a upper management change, and then the whole project like fell in the water. Uh, oh. But yes, I had a, a two two models. I think they made me one that uh, twenty twelve. I think, but that. That was so heavy. It was in like one of the, it was like a Montiza, <laughs> like a, a T19 or whatever. Well, I mean, they were and, mountain bike company, weren't they? Making a trials frame. So I suppose they yeah, were still yeah, yeah. learning, weren't they? Yeah. And then I got the more like hydroform tubes and that, that looked really good. Uh, and then a month or two before we had to release, the new uh, general manager like pulled the plug and he stopped like, my uh my my trials project he kicked out the addertons he stopped oh, wow. i got kicked out uh cal straight hans race uh hans ray had like limited edition white bikes with gold that also got stopped uh, they fired oh, wow. like they fired like 30 people worldwide it was like uh yeah wow. and then Ma major reshuffle by the sounds of it yeah. Uh, yeah, and then eventually they saw it didn't work, that the sales were still bad, so they just fired that guy who fired everybody. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds about right. I know, because they only recently got one of my friend, uh, Tom Rice, and he was been riding for GT, and like the pandemic's hit, and they've had a reshuffle, and they're like, I'm sorry, we can't carry on your contract. So, yeah. you know, things are... 
that's the core that that's the corporate world and that's why i also like i'm still i'm really grateful that i have all these sponsors that i can pay my bills like that but uh, i also know it's so fragile so i'm happy to have the art project now mm. i have I'm, I'm happy to have an event because that's also been like part of the strategy like i don't want to rely on just sponsors who can just mm. have yeah. get have a bad year and then you're you're, you're you fired yeah. i mean yeah and then so and i still want to ride my bike and be like in the bike lifestyle for a long i mean for the rest of my life hopefully so i'm glad to have all these projects and that's now when i'm glad that i'm in the winter of my sportive world championship career so now i'm glad that like i say i spent so many time behind my computer right when when gilles custodier was uh, not doing it i i know he still he, he i still remember him saying uh when he's in an airplane and 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 working on other stuff i'm training and that's how he always beat me uh, <laughs> yeah. because he was always he was so good that time you know he was like always on his side it was he was a machine and i was like damn i'm doing too much this i'm doing too much that but now i'm happy that i did you know now i can like i opened so many doors in the days that i was good maybe i was second yes but i opened so many days uh doors back then that now i can just yeah, putting in the groundwork, and now you can just exactly. plant the seeds, yeah. and you know you've got mighty oaks now. Yeah, by the sounds of it. Um, yeah, exactly. with that in mind, with the kind of progression of the sport in mind, I'd be interested to know what you think of the bikes themselves, because sometimes when we've had people like uh, Martin Ashton on and some of the older sort of trials riders, they think that uh, actual trials bikes, as performance as they are for getting through competitions, it can sometimes alienate the spectators. What would kind of be your take on that? To, to grow the sport really it's very double uh if you look at it from a from a mass participant per, mm. like point of view you probably want to have a seat on there and have more like a bike like danny mccaskill and lec yeah i think that's a no-brainer yeah more people will be like oh yeah cool i can do it i just give me this bike and can track stand and and then you got the competition riders that um you know we we don't want to see it has to be light has to be special has to be weird weird looking um so i think honestly um if you if you want to bring it on tv and all that then it doesn't matter if your bike looks weird honestly mm -hmm. because people appreciate the, the the spectacular aspect of the sport They're like hopping from one skinny thing to the next and like people are just blown away and some people don't even realize there's not a seat on it. Uh, but I do think it kind of uh, destroyed the, um, it kind of, I think it, the tipping point was when they removed the seat on it, I think. It was in, uh, when was it, 1999, when Monty came out with that bike. Mm -hmm. And I, I do think it kind of like threw off a lot of people because all of a sudden you're not like on this bike anymore. You're on this weird looking uh, bike which is kind of sad uh i don't know it's double i don't have a, a right answer to it yeah, yeah. Uh, it is a yeah i can see in terms of all but, sports it's like so we've got so yeah. many different uh, levels of it even though it's the same sport if you know yeah. what i mean yeah yeah but i do i do believe i always say this to sponsors who are like bike brands mainly bike brands they always go like yeah but uh we don't sell this uh weird uh you know special bike and i'm like and then i would say the same thing to them like how many Formula One cars does Mercedes sell? Yeah. Or or Renault. That's a good that's and a good point. Yeah. I haven't sort of seen it. It's a spe it's a special it's car. You don't yeah. you, you don't see it driving around here. But if you use it right, if you market it right, if you if you sell the concept right to TV, you create stars out of the athletes and you know, you, you create a whole business model around that, then it doesn't matter how your bike looks, how and and so far no one has done touched that aspect of the sport yet mm -hmm. that's a very interesting point i love that analogy just to kind of see like they're more interested is spectating people are interested in that not necessarily what that item looks like or how like oh how he did it i suppose no exactly but i must say if i jump on a picnic table on my uh, full suspension mountain bike and i do something super simple on my front wheel back wheel and back off people are blown away and I think, <laughs> yeah. and then I, I take my trials bike and you put two picnic tables on top of each other and you side hop on the top one and, and everybody be like, 
yeah, it's a special bike. So yeah. again, <laughs> yeah. I, I don't have a right answer to it. It's like, I don't know. It's like, yeah, they see you do know. that going, oh, he can do it because the bike's special. Yeah. Rather than saying yeah. oh he can do it because he yeah, like awesome. it's a pogo stick or something you yeah know, they, or anyone yeah. go like oh i see how yeah, he does yeah, yeah. that because it's so specialist sort of thing yeah 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 exactly and i recently yeah. saw whatever you, you well, mentioned... i just sorry go on no no I'm... yeah i was gonna say right. you you just mentioned then <laughs> about going on your mountain bike onto the the picnic bench and so on you've just uh you got a brand new sponsor now from gas gas is that right they're yes sponsoring... yeah, yeah uh, and they're yeah. doing e-bikes which is sort of some of the future of trials i wanted to kind of get your your take on on, on that or see i can he's umming and are in here what what are your thoughts on on the e-bike world then uh kenny i mean yeah the e-bike world um i don't know if you remember but i used to distribute monty in like 2008 and 9 and i i went my, my i had some people that going to to shops and then with the e-bikes and every like back then, a lot of people said oh, e-bikes, it's it's for old people only. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so I could never imagine that now I would be sponsored by an e-bike brand uh, <laughs> because the whole, yeah, the whole, the, the, the engines are better. The bikes are better. The, everything is crazy. It's like, it's like, but it's a different sport. You can't compare. It's like when I go riding on my e-bike, I'm, I don't think it's necessarily the same thing as an effort as I'm doing on a mountain bike, but it's way more fun. I'm like doing in Spain, I got a hill and I go up four times, like all the way to the valley, back up four times in like an hour and a half. While on a normal bike, I can do just up once, down once, and I'm done. Yeah. And, and that, so it's a, it's a whole different sport. And I've been thinking about it, man. Wouldn't it be cool if you had like a smaller version engine, lighter, on a rigid bike? Yeah. And you know we can do this crazy uphills, like because now the bikes are pretty heavy and like. Mm there's a lot to it and you you can do you can be so technical as you want but if you i think if you put your thoughts to it as an engineer and really made a a, a, a bike an e-bike specific to trials i think it would be great It'd be really awesome an engine that reacts instantly so when you pedal kick like it gives you that instant torque mm. things like that because now you got to have like one and a half pedal strokes in and then the engine starts yes so, and that's really annoying when you try to do something on trials because it's like, it kicks you off. You're in the wrong time. You go into an obstacle and then you want to lift your front wheel. And all of a sudden the bike goes, it's like, it's sometimes it's quite annoying. Uh, really but if you, interesting point, yeah, yeah. But uh, this gas gas deal is really awesome because they needed a, they needed a mountain biker that wasn't a hundred percent mountain biker and they needed a trials rider that was also into mountain bikes. So I was like, yeah, that's, that's hey, me. Yeah, I'm your that's guy. awesome, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's it. Most trials riders can get on a mountain bike generally and do, like you said earlier, can probably do things that, that little bit more impressive. Yeah. But I'd like to think someone that might resonate with them. Anyone going to make a smaller engine out there for trials bikes? And he made a really good point about engagement, you know, on mountain bikes. So I suppose like, it oh. wouldn't need to be, it, it probably wouldn't need to last as long as, like you were saying, being able to go up oh. and down a hill four times. <clears throat> but it's just more lighter, quicker response um and yeah it doesn't need as much power i suppose because any short bursts of power it probably needs quite a lot of torque i think mm. uh because when you start from like from standstill and you want to go up to an obstacle but i do think there's a future there for trials uh i, I only think the research is going to be quite expensive so maybe i should speak to gas guys and, and because they are in the trials world there they, they well that have, they have benefit that was kind of what yeah. I was going with. You know, Gas Gas's background is, from what I understand, uh, is motorbike trials, isn't it? That's that's the only yeah, term yeah, I yeah. know. Gas yeah. Gas is like a, that yeah. brand. Um, before I even know what a mountain bike trial was, you'd say, "Oh, you've got a Gas Gas," and I thought that yes. was the style of bike. <laughs> yeah. Like that's how much I know that name. Um, like a Jeep. Yeah, yeah. yeah ex ex no, exactly. So I was really curious to see, like, oh, they've made you this mountain bike. I was like, are you in with them on maybe working on a some sort of trials system? That's that's what I was going to get. Well, it, it's a big company, you know, mm. so it's not easy to. Um, and it, it will always, with the big companies, it always comes down to the same question: How many are we going to sell? You know, it's <laughs> like. Yeah, that's yeah, that's a good point. You know, you can't make a hundred and sell them is still not good enough. You need to be making thousands and. Exactly. It could be a good breaking point for the... Uh, but as I get older, maybe create a new category and, and be world champion 
for one more year because I'll be the only one with the bike. You know? <laughs> yeah, this is, well, Hans has said he's working on something, a new platform. Yeah, yeah. So but that's a new thing. He, he wants to stick to, we don't modify the bikes again because we did it in with the other trials discipline, yeah, with yeah. the bicycle trials. We yeah. modified the bikes and now it's not as popular. So what if we do, uh, and I do, uh, I, I heard about uh, like Gironi Fajardo, the motor trials guy, his mm-hmm. father, every Saturday they go with like a, a bunch of like uh, 60 year old people like on an e-bike and they try to go uphill and do like technical uphill trials. So, because that's something you can do with a, and, and they have one. It's like, like I say, it opens a lot of perspective. Yeah. It's a new sport. It's a new discipline and it's really, it's good. Yeah. I'm excited. I think we're going to have to get some e-trials bikes. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Technology is only going to like you know drive this. Fingers crossed. You know I'm sure that's going to be the way. What um in terms of the average rider, so us guys that are out on our bikes at the moment, um obviously we're doing this podcast and things like that. What more can trials riders individually, if there's anyone listening to this, do to help the sport grow? You know, as you as kind of overseeing it from like the top, like what can other people do? Um, I think you, you always have to be proactive for starters. Um, if you don't have a trials park, you just walk in the city town hall and you say, hey, look, I want a trials park. Uh, and they'd be like, how do we get it? I'll just build mm-hmm. it for you. You know oh, what you need? Oh, I just need your space. I'll figure it out. And then you go to, to uh, somebody with construction materials. Mm-hmm. They always have like old pipes lying there. Uh, the, you know it's simple stuff no, it really no. you gotta you own gotta it. be more pro own it that's yeah. what I'm sort of getting yeah. at here get out there yeah. get out there sell your sport make sure that people know it um, I mean there's yeah there's a, it, there's a lot to do with trials you just gotta see the value and, and convince people that it has value and that you know if you wanna do if you wanna be a coach you don't have you don't have enough students well do some plans to to mm. to get enough students you know like uh build your park maybe even take your mountain bike offer lessons on a mountain bike uh if you want to yeah it, it there's so much to do yeah, you just gotta basics. think you don't necessarily need to have a trials bike to learn the basics of trials yeah sort of thing no no yeah no. you just gotta be proactive i think also in your in your writing you just gotta always think you know how can i improve how can i do it better how can i it's, it, it counts for everything almost, I think. And it's always uh, made it quite clear. All the successful events and competitions seems to be riders, made for riders, by riders. Yeah. You know, that's how our sport has kind of followed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Isn't it? Yeah, it's uh, true. Yeah, you got like the same thing. Like some, some uh, th- people are like, our federation doesn't do anything for trials. I'm like, yes, but put yourself in the... Put yourself in their position. Mm, yeah, they are they are hundred year old in road cycling, fifty years old in cross country, uh, BMX. They know everything about it. They have a structure. They have a team, and they're like they have no one for trials. Maybe you should go in the federation and be that point of contact for mm. trials. Instead of saying the federation doesn't do anything about it, no, no, you maybe that's what we did. My dad's the coach because there was no one there. Yeah. He went. He went, and he became the coach. Like that's that's how it is. It's a small sport, and you gotta go, you just gotta understand that. No, I like that. That resonates well. Just be like, right, everyone, get go to your local council and build a trials park in your hometown right now. <laughs> yeah, you know. But it is that simple. Like, yeah. You've got, if you've got space, we're just asking. You know, you know, getting those opportunities, just engaging just, in yeah. the conversation. Ask it. Ask it nicely, of course. Yes. No. No. <laughs> don't, don't say, <laughs> yeah. Hey, don't go in demanding I, it. <laughs> I want a. I want a trials park now a, a what <laughs> yeah no of course but it is that kind of don't be shy you know get out there no you know, no, no, no. Go, just... get out there nice well um we won't keep you too long but we do have an important part of our uh, uh podcast we like to just ask every guest the the, the quick fire semi quick fire round to get a little bit of an insight to you um first question um if you could ride anywhere in the world kenny for a day um where where would that be where's your favorite spot to ride Cams Bay, Cape Town. Cams Bay, that was spot yeah. on. Cams <laughs> Bay, Cape Town, because um, well, I'm going to to South Africa in February. Yeah, fingers crossed to be there as well. Bike. Yeah. Um, okay, that was a very quick answer, mate. You were you were ready for that. What so. about it specifically? What's what's so good about it? What's so good about it? 
I don't know. The whole, I got good memories there. I, um, it's a beautiful country. Like even, even if it's a little bit, uh, <laughs> a little bit of weird politics and it's not, maybe not so safe, but there's still so much good things about it too, especially Cape Town. Cape Town is safe, but the rest of South Africa is not that safe. Yeah. But, um, just, yeah, I got, I got many friends there. Um, the, the rocks are pretty cool. It's like this granite boulders like round it's like it's not technical but it's like it's really nice flowy and like you can ride a lot on it for for hours and hours you got the landscape in the back uh from table mountain yeah. um and then you can just get a coffee in camps bay and one of the the the, the, the beach clubs and hang out and chill and i mean what's wrong about that yeah no nothing because <laughs> i think um thomas peck like i said that as well wasn't it south africa was his yeah, spot oh yeah yeah he was there yeah 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 so that was Bethany. so yeah good shout okay um so you're in so you're in, you're south in cape africa. town yeah. what's the the one move that you just love like the, you just gotta always do the kenny move on your bike whoa uh, I always do the things that I can do so I, because I want to improve. So let me think what's my favorite move right now. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, that's the thing. It's not so technical over there. So, uh, but I do like technical stuff. Like mm. uh, if I see something, if, it, if it's the, the, the skinnier and the more uh, like the narrower it is like a knife rock if it's a let's if it's a rock like a knife yeah. I just want to ride on it I just I, I like the challenges of like balancing and like just do the impossible almost in the technical stuff that's what I like the most like that's okay. my thing really well, actually that makes me taking off taking off yeah sorry no does that does that tie into your because we we forgot to mention this, you were riding along a cable cart wire, which is probably one of your most famous clips. When I say, "Oh, Kenny Blair, like who's that? A guy that rode on a cable cart, a mountain bike." Do you not remember? They were like, "Oh yeah, is that, that slackline?" Yes, it was it? Yeah, some, some yeah, like a, the the slackline. Is that that same sort of concept? Because you love the technical. You're like, oh, yes. I want to do this. Yeah, I, I did want to ride a slackline, and I did want to do it on a mountain bike because it was uh, it it honestly it's made way easier on a mountain bike, and it just matches. It matches the whole atmosphere of mountains and i was sponsored by gt too then uh but yes that was an indirect message again to trials like hey balance people yeah yeah that's how i that. i did it because of trials because i i got the balance you know yeah so, yeah all right but so yes we're in, yes we're in cape town uh riding you're doing your you're lovely, riding a knife edge on the most pointiest gnarliest rock whatever who would you yeah. be riding there with who pushes you to go yeah, it could be a, one or two people or with, someone or that group. you love love riding with yeah love riding with or that pushes me that's <laughs> not the same oh so they're two yeah they could be two separate <laughs> things that's we'll true let you, we'll let you have both <laughs> we'll, one for each yeah thing. you yeah. know we'll let you have it it's yours <laughs> if i want to have a chill ride over there i probably go uh dylan victor he's a good buddy of mine he lives there and uh we just have a good time ride cool. we're not like it's not really pushing each other. It's just having a good time. Yeah. And that's, uh, that's something I value the most because I can guarantee you when you're always training for a world championship, it's not always fun <laughs> because you have, to, you have to train. It's not because you want to train. You yeah, have yeah. to point. train and after, after, after 30 years, just give uh, someone to ride with that's, that's for fun. Right. Well, I mean, that's the whole concept. That's why we ride our bikes, I guess, because we want to get that buzz and have 100%. 100%. I think our line is a little... Yeah, it's all right. All I think right. we're back now. Okay. But, um, and uh, obviously, finally, this is the Shindig podcast. Kenny, can you remember your worst ever Shindig? Oh, yeah, man. That was gnarly. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh... See, I love these. Go on, tell us a little bit about I, uh... it. I was 16 or 17, you know, and I, you know, I was like little Jack Carty back then, you know, riding from morning till evening, never stop, no breaks, riding, 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 riding. And uh, I, I had I had dinner, showered. I wasn't in my riding kit anymore, but I still wanted to ride. So I took my bike, go to the back. And my dad's in construction. So he has these uh, counterweights for a, a crane. So I don't know if you know what that is, like big, big concrete blocks. Yeah. yeah. But 
that one he had was like uh, cut in a V and it was about a meter high. So I'm like cruising back on my bike, no helmet, just my shorts. And I like want to bunny hop in the time where you could still bunny hop trial bikes (laughs) like a BMX. Yeah, I want to bunny hop and manual over and I like land on the V, you know, and like ma- oh, manual. Yeah. Right. yeah. And my and my back wheel misses the the tip and it goes a little off to the left, so my back wheel slips. And as I slip, my leg goes on the like oh. on the on the concrete on the concrete. And I, I'm not joking. It, it was like my it looked like my leg was cut in half. It was like. It was a it was a wound like this all around my my whole leg around. Jeez. And it's not the worst one we've had. <laughs> I I could see my tibia and my my two bones. Oh dear. <laughs> I saw my I saw my two bones moving like this in my leg when I moved my foot. And and no muscles were harmed. I don't know how that's I was going to say, because that's got to go right. Well, I suppose on the shin, there's not too much there anyway. But yeah, but around well, the other side. There's not a lot yeah. to the bone, is there? You can but feel on the, the side on the right the way around. But if yeah. you go right the way around, yeah. Yes. And I had like 70 stitches. <sighs> Damn. <laughs> I I think you might have I think just you've won, won, won it there. Yeah. You've won the 2021 shindig so far. <laughs> like over the story that that is like full on leg almost. It sounds like it almost amputated your leg. Like, <laughs> have you got any pictures? <laughs> have you got any pictures? Uh, no. no. <laughs> Probably, but it wasn't I, a priority. <laughs> I still remember. I'm like on the port on uh, on the Porsche. I'm like, mom, mom. And she comes outside. She's like. <gasps> <laughs> Drove to hospital and I wanted, you know, you like you think you're like some uh, important athlete because you're 16 and you won a lot, so you're like, we want the best doctor. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Has he done this before? Does he know what he's doing? <laughs> we've we, we've real bu- we've rebuilt many shins before. This is the man okay. for you. He's the trial. He's busy. Doctor. He's no. busy. Sorry. So I lie there like two hours waiting for that doctor. <laughs> With, with like a piece of clutter on my leg and I, all, all, once in a while I looked I was like Whoa. <laughs> oh man it sounds absolutely disgusting though but um, at least it's one again there's always one I think every rider has that injury that really resonates with them and it generally is their shin yeah. I like to think yeah because it's so you know uh, coming back to shins uh, after that I wore I was wearing shin guards like even when I was sleeping you know I was like scared <laughs> So I was like 16, so I was like wearing it until I think I still remember that competition was 2008. Yeah, 2008. And that was the first competition I removed him again. Like, I think it must be like 10, 10 years, 12 years later. And uh, the reason is because I was trying to hook a, a big wall, like my head of my uh, the height of my head and uh, i was trying to hook it like 10 times 15 20 30 like and i couldn't get on it i was like damn i removed my shin guards and i made it first try i was like here first guys there you go i was like restricting i was like like, all right i get i don't ride shin guards anymore (laughs) and ironically i'm on an awkward i i hadn't i haven't had a like a bad accident again because you know, you're once you had so much pain on your shins, you're like, it's the best lesson. So you you think twice now before you do something. <laughs> yeah, I think we we did say that just in just now, saying like as you get better, I like to think that it becomes less common. Touch wood again. Yes. Every conversation. Yeah. Um, yes. Yeah, you kind of feel like you'll become better at bailing, uh, sort of thing. You know, you're like jumping yeah, away from the bike. Exactly um to do that so gnarly gnarly um shindig story but mate we, we won't keep you any longer i think um i'm sure you've, you're a busy man no problem to do yeah, yeah. Um, for, uh, last couple of messages right. um i think if you'd like to have anyone on, on the podcast and hear their story who who would it be uh sorry say that again the line kind of yeah no, that's good if you if you could have anyone on the podcast and you'd like to hear their story who would that who would that be um 
I don't know. There's so many writers out there that I know that are friends and or someone who you feel maybe like maybe Vincent Hermans. The Charles World here's Vincent Hermans. That's another good one. He's right. He's get he's got his tally coming through now, so that's a good one. Yeah, because you know, uh, not a not, not a lot of people know that, but uh, I think Vincent and and Gilles, yeah, Vincent and Gilles, I think uh, are the only ones that I and like that I've been battling with, like. Okay, once Jack Carty came, he was already better than every anyone, so that doesn't count. <laughs> yeah, <he's laughs> like, there was no like, battle there. You know, it was around. It was always like Vincent or me, Vincent or me, Vincent or me, and then he was better. And you know, when you're younger, it's like, oh man, like you, you know, yeah. you you're like full of rage, you know, like training, <laughs> like ah, I want to be better, I want to be better. Yeah. And then it Vincent me, and, and then all of a sudden, it was in 2008, uh, Gilles came. So Gilles Couste, and then it was like Vincent, Gilles, or me, and then it was only Gilles. And then it's like the us three, we we like been on the top of our game for so long. And back in the days, you know, you wanted to, you were angry and like, you know, and but now we're like looking back and we're like friends and we're like, oh man, this was a good time. And it's like because of it's because of those two people actually that that my level always like grew and grew and grew because we were pushing each other and at the time you don't see it and you just see the negativity because between the right the, the you're like rivals yeah. but now it's like oh man i'm glad these people were around you know we pushed each other so hard so they like yeah like to hear their story good one that no, good man. shout that is a, a perfect shout and i'm sure many of our listeners would definitely want to have a listen to their story as well because like you say that that level of competition being at the top for, for so long you guys it's it's yeah, really it refreshing looks, to hear from it from from your exciting angle exciting rivalry i must say like those three names they resonate they will do resonate with uh with trials for a long time i think yeah sweet man uh, thank you guys for doing this i think this is also what our sport needed uh, more podcasts more ana- analysts more people talking about it more journalists more photographers Thank you. Appreciate That's it. That's awesome. Yeah, I mean, Thank coming you, from man. someone like you, man, that does <laughs> uh, it does mean a lot, and we're really glad to to be doing this. And we're we're just going to carry on. Yeah, we just keep yeah keep plowing through. Keep, keep going. Keep the discussions going, um, whether big or small rider. It's all about just having a chat and creating that key word is discussion. I don't think there ever was enough um, discussion in the forefront or or out there for people to to to, to get no. involved in. Um, and so. putting media out there, you know, we're, we we like yeah. to encourage anyone who, who's doing the same. There's there's a few of ones. I mean, like you say, journalism. There's Irix got Bash Guardians. Yep. Which yeah, which is that's the, really good. Kind yeah. of the written front and trying to get behind all these brands as they come out and, and become, you know, new, if you will. And now, hopefully, yeah. the annual, you know, Brentonville um, festival that we should, uh, yeah, hopefully, just take a whole plane of UK riders next year. I'd love to do that. Yeah. I mean, that's the, yeah. It, it looked like a June. huge thing. So, yeah, we had uh, ten thousand people already for the first year. Wow. wow. <laughs> yeah, and uh, we'll be there. I, I can't. I, I can't fault not. June. To um, When's the dates? Yeah. yeah. June tenth uh, to twelfth, twenty twenty-two. Dates are yeah. already there. I'm going to get them in my calendar. Book them off work. Book my flights. And All get right. Back over to to the states. Kenny, it's been an absolute pleasure uh, chatting with you Same. today. Thank you so much. Thanks again. Man. Thank you guys. Um, and hopefully we will. Um, yeah, hopefully we'll ride again soon. Next time we're in Antwerp, we'll 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 head over because I love the the trials park there. I always yeah, always one of my favorite little spots. Love that. Yeah, it's not bad. Yeah. All right, take Thanks, care. Dude. Thanks. Have a great day. Take we'll care. see you soon. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye bye. Ah, you. F-